everyone to another episode of Aussie Tech Heads. Yes, another week, and it sees us at the 19th of November 2015. And uh, thanks to athwebhosting.com.au for all your hosting needs. Everything. Shared hosting services based in Sydney, so they're nice and snappy. So if you've got a business or a personal blog you would like to uh, get out there, get something off your chest, why not do it? And uh, start a web blog or blog or whatever they call these days. Everything's called things differently. But anyway, uh, that's what's going on. I'm Glenn, and we're going to have another couple of guests join us right now. First of all, we'll go from right to left in no particular order of uh, looks. Importance. <laughs> Yes. Well, let's go to Eric. How you doing, Eric? Hello, sir. How do you do? Good, thank you. What's going on with you? Oh, I know what's going on with you. We'll come back to that. We'll, 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 <laughs> ah, we'll yes, come we back will. to you. And we just bring Shane into the... How are you going, Shane? I'm good, guys. Yourself? Good, 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 good. And uh, you're still hanging in there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Things, yeah. Are, going, things are on, like, in a holding pattern at the moment as far as the job goes. I've right. got a couple of things bubbling right. away. Right, so yeah, I hear you tossing up between east or west coast, you, you little in demand person, you. Yeah, I'd probably end up with none of it. <laughs> well, I didn't think Franklin's was still around, but there you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> even, even Franklin needs a system operator or administrator, whatever. We've, we've got Franklin's down here. Do you? Yeah. Well, they died. No. They're gone from well, up here. Do, are they really? Yeah. Oh, no one spends any money up there, mate. That's why. I remember I used to. <laughs> I used to buy my uh, car engine oil from Franklin's. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's put that on your cornflakes. <laughs> it, it was the cheapest oil I could find. And uh, it, was, it was the good, the, the one I had to check the viscosity and all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, it, was, it met the grade. So I used to buy it. It was about five bucks for five litres back then in the day. Then old black and white brand. It was great. All right. Oh, look, while we're talking about things, before we get stuck into Eric's great news, you won't believe it, everyone. You just will not believe what his news is. Settle down, everyone. Yeah, you will have to settle down. You'll have to go and get a napkin and maybe a sedative. But uh, just before that, don't forget AussieTechRadio.com. It's a 24-7 live stream. I suppose you call it a stream, but pre-recorded shows, of course, but back-to-back podcasts from Australia and New Zealand. And a new show this week, Geeks Interrupted, has joined the lineup, And they're a weekly show. This show? And... Um. Oh, Eric's fiddled with his knob and he's got something untoward, unwanted. So we'll, I think he's... Have you finished filling with your knob, Eric? I, I have. Thank you. Uh, so now Aussie Tech... Has that got anything to do with his news that you've got? <laughs> AussieTechRadio.com. Go check it out and look for Geeks Interrupted if you like the show. Like any of the shows, subscribe to them from iTunes, whatever. Good stuff. All right. Now, Eric, I hear you've made a purchase... And you've also went and touched and felt and licked it in person. Yes. Well, that wasn't the original intention. So to tell us, what's, what's happened? What have, you, what have you purchased? Right. Well, as some would know, not all, that when the iPad was announced in September, um, at some time in September, as part of the, the uh, Death Star yearly product launch, <laughs> they, they spoke about the iPad Pro. Yes. And I thought, oh, that sounds pretty good. Then they whipped out the pen and I thought, hmm, mm, interesting. Because I make a lot of notes when I'm with clients. So I thought that would be handy if I could make those notes and it just gets saved directly to their serve, to the server at the office. Perfect. Fine. Yes. And I wasn't even considering anything, any other product until I think I might have been discussing with you, Glenn, at some point. He goes, oh, have you thought about this? And I thought, well, no, I haven't. So I had a look at the Surface, 
Mm. I've known about the Surface 1, 2, 3 and RT and all that sort of stuff, and they were pretty much rubbish. So, but then the Surface Pro 4 was released the day after the iPad Pro. So if I'll have a look at that, and um, sorry to tell everyone, I love apples. I've got apple everywhere here, one behind me, right there. He's also got an intruder. An intruder, yes. I've gone to the dark side. I have bought a Surface Pro. But I think, look, when you when you look, we're just watching a video now for those who are watching the video podcast of it. Uh, look, it, it, it's a nice little machine. It's It's got uh, everything you need, backlit keyboard and something, a 40% larger trackpad, a five-point multi-touch trackpad. It's, it's got a fan in it, though, Eric. Uh, surprising or not really? You can't not hear really. it? Not noisy? Look, it's a little bit whirly. But it's not so whirly that you want to smash it, put it that way. Yeah, and uh, and look, when I think the main thing was, look, you compared the the pricing and so forth and what you got, and I think the Apple iPad Pro was a little bit more expensive, wasn't it, than the Surface? It was. For what you got, it was more expensive, definitely, mm. than to, for what you got. <clears throat> um, so I thought to myself, because here with the iPad, you've got to buy the iPad, then they sell the pen separately and the keyboard separately. And it came in at um, $2,100, which is laptop prices. Yeah, good laptop prices. Very good laptop price. And I thought to myself, if I want to buy, if, that's, if I want to spend that sort of money, then I would like something that's more of a computer mm. and less of a, um, what should we call it? Um, what a am I trying tablet. to say? Less, less of a tablet. Yeah. Yes, so okay. I think look one of the main one of the main decisive points I think Eric from talking to you and maybe who knows maybe I helped push you into the the Microsoft world there with that tablet, but I think it was just the expandability for one, like yep. you know you put your USB your client says here you go Eric here's my bad statement on USB and if you turn up with an iPad you are uh, 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 okay and put it in my pocket, yep. but then now. You'll be able to plug it straight in and go, oh, Mr. Jones, this is where your lazy five million went. That's right, you know? in my pocket. <laughs> sure. I'll put that in my pocket. Look at that one later. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's true because I could be um, you know, awake because I have a lot of my meetings in coffee shops because that's just what I like. It's comfortable, it's relaxed, mm. um, and that's why I take my notebook. But now I can just take the thingamajig. Yeah. So... So anyway, I bought that, and I look, you know, it's an i5, it's the Skylake processor, 8 gig of RAM. Uh, the, uh, the, it's, it came in at $100 more than the iPad, right? Right. But I got 8 gigs of RAM instead of 4. I've got a 256 gigabyte SSD drive instead of 128. I've uh, got the pen, which works very well. Yep. And as, you, as you've seen, Glenn, on my little emails I've sent you there. Yes. Right, real good. and I can I can I can send written email, written text with a pen. Yes, on an email. Yeah, which is good. brilliant. Yes, um, and so I, I can mark things up and then just reply to the marks. I was going, I oh, know, rub this out, take this, put this in, whatever. Plus, um, the processor I think is is better. It's 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 you know Intel. Uh, I think Apple's processors are made the for tablets rather than computers. Because mm. if they were made for computers, why aren't they in their MacBook Pros? They're still using Intel Skylakes. I've got an i7 sitting here that's an Intel. Why, you know? So there, it's a little bit of a mixed message for me for what they're trying to do. Um, but I think, like you, you wrote an email as a note. You just sat, you just wrote it, and it came through. You drew a little picture of something. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, a little face. A little face, and then and said it as, and it came up in my Gmail, in my email. Yeah, as, as, a, as, 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 a, as an embedded graphic, that's right. Yeah, and it looked just like, I tell you, it looked real personal. I, so I, I was very you, touched. Can you posh it? Have you, uh, have you got it, can you get it up? Is that, is that a hassle for you well, to show well, the viewers? A bit personal, but I'll try. Now, um, yeah, so let me try You're here. taking the medication for it, aren't you? <laughs> There's tablets yeah. for that. Now... <laughs> Let me. So I think I might have trashed it, but I'll see if I can find it. Uh, let's go through here. So, what else have you liked? Oh, tell us the tell us the whole story because you've actually been to the Microsoft store in Sydney yeah, as that's well. That's right. Well, what happened was I ordered it, and it's a delivery on Tuesday, and it wasn't here, wasn't here, wasn't here. Gets here at four o'clock. I was playing with it for two hours. It blue screened. <laughs> I went, oh, here we go. Good here old we go. Microsoft. I knew it was too good to be true. Here we go. So anyway. I thought I rang them up in the morning, made an appointment on their answer bar rather than their genius bar, drove into the city, parked the car around the corner for $20 and half an hour, got into their store, very impressed with the store. As I, grand, I rang Glenn as soon as I left the store, mm. um, very impressed with the store, good setup, staff were friendly, the service was great. Uh, the products on display were displayed really well. They weren't like some Harvey Norman, just stack of boxes and you know, came out. It was all very nicely displayed. Nice place. The staff were knowledgeable. They knew what they were doing. Anyway, got in there, explained the situation to them. They couldn't get it started in the end. They couldn't even get it started. The battery was completely full and they couldn't couldn't even get it started. So they just gave me a new one and I walked out of there. I was in and out in 10 minutes. That's pretty good. That's Apple-like. And you yep. were, look, look, I'm just Actually, trying... Actually, it's a bit faster than Apple. Yeah, okay, right. Well, look, just before we just continue on there, look, I'm just trying to get the that email up, but unfortunately it does come up as a really large picture and I, and it won't let me scroll to get it onto the, the oh, screen. It. It's on my screen, but I can't get it onto the video screen. Well, so, I might, uh, I, maybe I'll get it up on mine and I'll hold it up to the camera mm. if, it's not, if it's not too bright. Oh, oh, one other thing here too, the screen on this is better than the iPad. Yeah. That's feeding. So you're, you're like loving that pen then? Oh, what's, yeah. what's the lag like? Is there any lag? Pen screen? Probably a, a millisecond lag. And, not, probably not, and I'd, I'd say that they will get better. Not noticeable? Oh, a little bit. If you're writing very quickly, it's noticeable. Yeah, yeah. But if, but if you're not... Um, so you can just you can get an email from me and say you don't like... Say you could just scrub out a couple of words and send it back. Yes. And is it turns back into a picture? Or how does it... Just tell me if that's too bright. Can you see that? Yeah, it probably is a little bit bright. I might have to turn. I can turn down the brightness of it. Yeah, that's too bright. Okay, I'll turn down the brightness on it, and you'll be able to see it. So you were you were going to try and do the podcast this week from it, but what happened there? Just oh, I just ran out of time. That's yeah. all. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you got to the Microsoft store, and you were very impressed. The black desks, and was it a big store? Yeah, quite big. Probably um, not as big as the Apple Store in Sydney because they're just sort of trying out. But can you see that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. A, that's straight off an Outlook email. That yeah. I've yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? That's good. Mm. Uh, so, yes. I have a couple of questions, if I can. Yes. Yes. With the, um, with the pen, I was listening to Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick today on the radio thing. Yeah. And they were comparing the Pro versus that thing, and they were saying that with the iPad Pro, the pen is specific to that particular device. Yeah, you, know, you can't use it on one of the other generation iPads or anything like that. That's, is that that's the same correct. with that pen? No, this pen you can use with all the surf, previous Surface Pros. 
Oh, okay. right. Cool. Nice. And the other question I had was, if someone sent you, say your secretary sent you a letter and emailed you a letter saying, can you sign it, you can sign it and then just email yeah. it back. Yep. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. That is good. So you've been using it pretty full on. How, what's the battery like? The battery's not too bad, but I've been giving it a bit of a, a hard time, so it's understandable that it's copying a bit of a beating. Now, it's only Wi-Fi. There's no 3G no, that's right. It's only Wi-Fi. That's right. But mm. that's okay. Well, I wouldn't have bought an iPad with a Wi-Fi on it anyway because... Or 3G, um, yeah. 4G. Sorry, the, with yeah. a SIM card because I just hotspot my phone. Well, that's right. I, I don't understand why people would buy it. Like, And, geez, they're so much more expensive, aren't they? The, you, know what the, you know what gets me is they don't... The iPad, uh, Apple pretty much invented the... Um, the, the new and improved trackpad with the pinch and zoom and all that sort of yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, Their keyboard doesn't have a trackpad. Yeah, right. This oh. keyboard has a trackpad. Yeah. And you can do pinch and zoom on it. And what about the... the right there. What about the pulling it apart? Is that a, is that sta- a stable... Uh, oh, yeah, devo- okay. S- stable well, thing? It's very stable, if you look at this, right? That's the magnet holding it. Right, okay. Right. So it's pretty, str- and the pen just magnifies to the side as well. Just the side of the, just goes to the side here like this, and it just sticks. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? And you were saying that the flap, the adjustable flap, at any position, so so you any can... position, any any angle. Yep, yep, nice, nice. Whereas uh, the iPad has two angles. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, so you're happy with it? That's good. That's I am good. very happy with it. Um, I have been using it both as a laptop and a tablet yep. and a pen thing. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just, you know, to think, oh, you know, I'll, I'll feel like writing, I feel like drawing or, yeah, or right. whatever. Have you, have you ventured into the Microsoft App Store yet? No, I have not. Don't bother. <laughs> I think that's a bit scary. Yes. Nothing just there. A, not a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, a couple no. of crickets. That's right. Yeah, nothing there. Oh, that's good, Eric. So that's the, yeah, what, what, what else do we need to know? Nothing, I suppose. Um, that's that's good. That's a that's a good purchase. It is a very good purchase, and um, I just think that it just it just it just feels like a solid machine. It is mm. slightly heavier by 80, 80 or seventy five grams than the iPad Pro, mm. but it's not as big either. That's and I've right. heard some reports that the iPads are quite cumbersome to hang on to. Right, right. Well, oh, well, just well. Speaking of that, I I bought something this week too. Did you? Let's move on to me now. Yeah, me. <laughs> Nothing too exciting. But uh, look, I bought, I, for my phone, actually, my iPhone, I bought one of these life-proof uh, cases. Yes. Like that. There you go. That's that's the box. And, uh, and now these things, that's what the iPhone looks like inside it. Now it's, oh, I thought you were showing us the box because you hadn't got around to taking out the box yet. No, I had to take it out because I was worried that I'm going to scratch this little puppy. So I took it out. And uh, yeah, so well, these things they're dustproof, all this sort of stuff, and uh, surprisingly, but I'm not going to test it out, waterproof, uh, two yes. for the two meters for two minutes or something. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so that's not too bad. Uh, dustproof. Uh, look, I think this little thing, it's got you got a, a little screw, a little screw knob to get to your uh, headphone jack. That might annoy me a little bit, and plus you also needed an adapter. So, you know, it, pl- it can go and plug in snugly, but there's a screw on the end of it, on the end of the plug, 
that plugs into the phone. So that must plug in and screw in to maybe maintain its uh, its its uh, vacuum sealedness. Yes, your waterproofness. Yes, that's right. So, look, it's uh, not too bad. I only put it on today. I only got it today, actually. So it's not too bad. Look, I got it online. I think JB Hi-Fi, I've heard rumours they're about 100 bucks, But I got it on eBay for 65 so that's not too bad. So it's the same brand, just a different price. Yes, same brand, different price, life-proof. So if you're looking for something for your phone, uh, you can drop them from two metres and apparently they'll, they'll still stay okay. So two metres for two minutes. Well, they can drop from two metres... Let me see if I can read some of this. It says uh, submersible to two metres for one hour. Well, there you go. Oh, okay. There you Sealed go. Sealed from dust and dirt, clo- closed to snow and ice, and survives drops from two metres. Okay. So that's not bad. And also, you would you would be thinking, well, it's totally covered. How does it sound? How do you hear through the front cover? Yes. You wouldn't think that cover was there. I don't know how it's done. I don't just know. you do, but you do hear it. Yeah, like there was not there, and also the fingerprint button. It works, and it's covered with some sort of life-proof plastic. Oh, that's so, not bad. So it all works. Hmm. Okay. Look at this. Uh, Whoopie doo. Straight in. Oop, that's no, pretty good. No, no, no. Maybe. <laughs> there we go. All right. Okay. Well, that's all the reviews. Shane, have you bought anything this week? No. No. I haven't bought anything for a while. Maybe when you get a job. Yeah, well, then there's a big <laughs> going around Christmas. Going to go nuts. Mm. Yeah. That's right. All right. Now, let's get into some news. I've got some news. Now, this week, we've got the YouTubers released the YouTube Kids app. If you haven't seen it, go download it. It's the official YouTube Kids app designed for curious little minds to dive into a world of discovery. Well, that's the uh, tagline anyway. That's what, that's what they're going on about. And I've got a little graphic here for people who, who are keen. Yeah. So, obviously, it's, uh, it's an automated system that YouTube has created or Google's created to try and uh, push up ads, uh, uh, shows, videos for kids. So obviously with any automated algorithmic system, there's bound to be some problems. So they've just said, you know, they realise there's going to be some problems. If they do see any nasty videos, just let them know. Flag them and and let's get on with life. Uh, What else can I tell you about us? The uh, it's uh, contains paid ads in order to offer the app for free. You, um, videos in the app are selected by the automated system, as I said. Uh, blah blah blah. You can restrict your child's experience by turning search off in the setup flow or by accessing the settings behind the grown-ups only lock. Uh, this means your child can't search for content, which reduces the chances that they will encounter a video that you don't want them to watch. Uh, Whether search is on or off, the app will recommend videos selected by our automated systems from the broad set of videos accessible in YouTube Kids. So that's something I might, uh, yeah, I'll put on the iPads for my kids, I think. But uh, look, they're pretty good. Like they, I, don't, I think kids, I don't know about other kids these days, but, you know, they hear a lot of swear words and everything all around the place on the TV these days. Like, can you believe TV swearing people swearing their heads off all through the day in prime time kids times but yeah i know right yeah it's all uh different these days isn't it like you got your pay tv that seems no restrictions on times and and all that sort of stuff yeah but, though you're saying <coughs> f word at six thirty now it's stupid there's yeah. no standards anymore it's a bit ridiculous mm. actually i've heard c's at that time oh no, my god don't you worry yeah god who would say cafe that early in the night oh i don't really know someone thirsty but <laughs> i don't no, no one Melbourne's needs, the coffee. <laughs> someone Melbourne's who the needs coffee happens. Someone, someone who needs more of this other C. Oh, 
Yeah. Coffee. It's all those um, country people. Yes, though. Jeez. That's the ones. All right. Now, uh, what else have we got here? That's the YouTube. Shane, what what have you been looking at this week? I have got another kind of um, community service announcement type thing, type story. Mm. Um, as soon as I can bring my cursor across, I can't find it. That's all right. I can wing it. Um, all right. So I heard this on Trevor Long's show as well. I've given Trevor Long a free plug this week. There's an app that is called DreamLab. It's only available uh, at the moment in the Google Play Store. They're trying to get an OS, o, iOS app, but... Um, the way the app works is it only works when your phone is fully charged. So because Apple won't allow um, developers into the hardware of the phone, mm. that's what's holding that up. But basically what it is, is um, it's a way of supporting cancer research. It's like the old SETI and um, folding at home oh, kind yes. of setup. Yes. Yep. So basically you download this app. Um, like I said, it's called Dream Labs. You pick which type of cancer research you, you want to help, um, brain cancer, bowel cancer, lung cancer, or any of all of them. <laughs> yes. um, you, you choose how much data you basically want to transfer uh, to and from the, the Gartner Institute. Uh, you can choose how much you want to um, transfer to and from on Wi-Fi and or the mobile network. Um, like I said, it only operates when the batteries are 100%. And what actually happens is they'll send you some um, some data that needs calculating and all that kind of stuff as far as like you know, cancer research goes. Your phone is then used to manipulate and calculate and computate mm. all that raw data and then the results are sent back to the Gartner Institute. So this is on your phone, did you say? Yeah. But that wouldn't yeah. would that re- re- like re- reduce your battery life though? You'd have to be mindful well, of that. Well, that's what only works. It only, it's, it's part of the app. The design of the app so it only actually works when the battery is at 100%. So if the battery oh, right. isn't on mains or drops away from 100%, then ah. the app stops. Yeah, okay. That's not bad. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. I guess Why that's not? where the name Dream Lab comes from because effectively it's only going to be working at night time. Yeah. So I wonder what, like, I, I can understand, you know, crunch, crunching data for SETI and all this sort of stuff, but what would they be crunching for, for medical research, for cancer research? Obviously they've got data to crunch. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, they do. They've got the, those supercomputers that are looking at the genes and, oh, and yeah, all that right. sort of stuff. They need super a lot of, lot of computing power. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so just to finish it all up, um, Vodafone, obviously it's, gonna, it's, it's available to anyone on, a, on any phone network, but Vodafone have kind of basically said any of their customers, they won't charge for the data that goes backwards and forwards on the oh, phone nice. network. Nice. Uh, so effectively, you know, you can go for your life with that. Mm. Um, behind the scenes, it's powered by Amazon Web Services, um, which I'm full bottle about lately because of all the looking and working and research that I've done into it. Yeah, good stuff. Um, and like I said earlier, it's just similar to the, the SETI project or the Folding at Home project. Yeah, nice. Good stuff. Hey, that's probably a worthwhile cause. So if you're into that sort of stuff and you want your phone doing something when it's on the bedside table late at night... While you're asleep and it's just humming along at full capacity, you might as well be crunching some data for some cancer research or for some aliens. Wooga woogas. Just, uh, just if you've got an iPhone, make sure your settings on it say uh, turn off that setting that says uh, go on 4G if Wi-Fi isn't any good. 
because during oh, the night, yeah. if, if your Wi-Fi drops out, it'll just go, that's okay. 4G it is. We'll just keep punching at the city. Just keep it's going. Right. You can... wake up the next day, six gigs. We know what's going on. Now, look, uh, while you're doing the... You, you've got your Surface there in front of you, Eric. You would have, you might not have known, but uh, there's a Windows 10 update has come out. Yes. It's a major one, codenamed Threshold 2. Now, yeah. it, it's a major update because it's like the old... When did, when did it come out? I think Tuesday, so you I should... might already have it. Maybe that's what gave me the blue screen in the first place. <laughs> it might have been. It could have well have been. But it's codenamed Threshold 2. It's like the old uh, Service Packs. Uh, as you will. So, you know, you can go check for check for updates in the Windows update on Windows 10 and you will find uh, an update there. Now, probably a point of warning or just to be aware that it is a large update and although I haven't done it on my machine yet, uh, there it does say it can take 20 minutes at least or whatever uh, to apply. So I know someone, um, PA, who listens to us each week down in Canberra, he's done it. He did it on his little uh, Lenovo Yoga 2 laptop and he said it didn't go too bad. It, it did take, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. So you don't want to start doing these updates if you're in a hurry. Or uh, uh, Yes, here we go. I've got a firmware update as well. I won't be doing that tonight. Oh, mm-hmm. No, it's on my, on my Surface isn't online, so... I'll do the firmware update while I listen to you. Mm, yeah, so uh, so have a look for the Windows 10 update. It has uh, system-wide improvements and bug fixes, uh, as I said, similar to the service packs. Uh, it's also released uh, two free new services for administrators. IT departments can use Windows Update for Business, or acronymed as WUB, W-U-B, to control update deployments in organisations. This includes setting up device groups for staggered deployments and scaling update with network optimizations. That's handy if you're, you know, if you're doing that sort of stuff, which Shane would probably know all about. Or maybe. Maybe. Microsoft have also introduced the yeah. Windows... Sorry? Yes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also introduced the Windows Store for Business, the WSB which allows organisations to manage and distribute custom and Windows Store apps. Well, that might be hard. I think probably three that work. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not going to be hard at all. Got to well, have some apps to start with. Well, so you, when you go on that web page, it's just white. Yeah, that's right. Yes. It's a white page. Yeah. New device management capabilities allow admins to control system running Windows, along with apps and data stored on them in bring-your-own-device scenarios. Microsoft's personal data assistant Cortana will now be available in Australia as well as Japan. Whoopie-doo. Now, this is something I don't get why some of these features are held back. Now, one of the features that is held back, uh, US customers can use device pens, Eric, uh, to write phone numbers, email and physical addresses in Cortana notebook, which will recognize them for reminders, event and move bookings and booking and tracking Uber cars. So this will not be available in Australia. Well, not why yet. Not? Yeah, but what? Why? Probably it could be just the technology. Maybe they haven't got a fast enough server here or something. Oh yeah, okay. Never thought of that. Not never thought of it. Like it's that. all the back end stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you might be right there. But did you know? So is there a special? Uh, as it says, the Cortana notebook. Is there a Cortana notebook? Have you? Found I've seen it? a Cortana search. You can do a voice search. Right. Like Siri. It's like Siri, basically. Mm. I, t- I changed my Siri to a man. I changed it to an English woman. Oh, yeah. No, I just changed it to the man. I got a little bit si- posh. I got sick of the, the, the wine. The you whiny, know. nasally, have another beer woman. <laughs> Don't have another beer woman. 
Now, the uh, the Edge browser has been uh, tuned up with better performances. Who uses Edge? Shane, do you use Edge? Oh, it's a horrible browser. I got rid of it. Um, I started to, but I ran into more and more things that it didn't work with, like my even the um, like text. Oh, like HTML. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like Google.com. HP multifunction thing, and um, it wasn't doing scanning properly. I like the, the the feeder wasn't working, and a couple of other things weren't working. I'm thinking, what the fuck's going on? And, oops, oh, sorry. Great. And, um, and then, yeah, for whatever reason, I happened to have Chrome open, and it just started working, and then I obviously worked out that it was the, the browser. Mm. Well, yeah. Edge, Edge is going to be tuned up with better performance, and it's also going to have, uh, in Threshold 2, the after the update, is uh, extensions for Edge are expected to appear uh, next year uh, in the Redstone update. So let's uh, mark that in your calendars for the Redstone. Why don't Redstone. you just give us all in one hit? Well, I suppose they're still working on it, aren't they? Yeah, well, then don't talk about it. As signaled in October, Microsoft is pushing ahead with deep integration of Skype. Oh, for goodness sakes, into Windows 10. Oh, no, really? <laughs> I don't want deep integration of Skype into anything. No, neither I do I. I want it to stand alone because then I can put it to one side and punch it. <laughs> uh, the update also sees improvements in numero- numerous Windows 10 apps. Really? They got apps? Numerous. Numerous. That's, do they mean a few? Mail? three or less? Ma- the Mail app. I don't know if anyone's ever... Oh, no one uses mail. That, that mail. is the rubbish. worst thing. It's rubbish. It is bad, eh? Like, it is really, really bad. Uh, calendar. Rubbish. Photos. Rubbish. Groove. Well, photos isn't too bad, actually. You heard of Groove? No, what? I haven't heard of Groove. Rubbish? Rubbish, is it? I don't know. <laughs> no, okay, let's, let's, a, I'll, um, I'll call it now. It's rubbish. No, Groove's a... Uh, uh, Nightclub uh, dance? Uh, no, no, no. It's a workspace kind of collaboration thing. So Google Docs. No, it's not. Isn't it music? No, no. Groove's a... Um, no, no. Yeah, the, works... the music app is called Text. No, no, no. Seriously, Groove is a workspace uh, collaboration okay. thing. Okay. Well, I want to see... No, I, I don't think that's right. I think it's music. I will put a million dollars on it because I had to look it up when I was doing um, research into the Sydney job. Well, why does it say, uh, hang on, I'll get this up. Here we go. Why does it say? the Groove Music Pass. Yeah, music for everything you do. Microsoft Groove. Maybe it's um, Microsoft Office Groove. Hang on. Ah, there's two. (coughs) Groove Music Pass. See, this is where Microsoft screw up every time. The naming of their products becomes confusing. Mm. They've got Microsoft Groove Music Pass. Now they've got... Um, Microsoft Office Groove, which is replacing SharePoint. Yeah. Microsoft Groove is replacing SharePoint. Yeah, Microsoft Office Groove, and then you've got Groove Music Pass. But I no, think that Groove Music Pass <laughs> is an old thing which used to relate to the Zoom. Well, yeah. you, you can't see. Unfortunately, you can't see the edge of my screen uh, up there. But in the, if you look up my, um, if you. Google Groove, that music Groove Pass thing. In the, the first thing in the menu bar is Groove. It's not called Groovy Muse, Music Pass. It's Groove. Yeah, that's Microsoft. That's why they've got it. It's a name that's been associated to another product altogether. Mm. Plus, when you Google have got it embedded in the, as meaning the music bit, why would they use it? Why wouldn't you come up with something else like, I don't know, collaboration? 
Yeah. Or keep SharePoint. Hello. Or yeah. Share Docs or something. So, but anyway, uh, look, the reason I knew that is because I, what I was going to say is when you open a, a audio file in Windows 10, it opens up this new Windows Music Player thing. And even though you've just got audio, it throws up Groove ads. Like, uh, like visual Groove doesn't interrupt your audio, but it opens up in a big window with ads, like visual ads for your audio. So you, so you I don't can, want to know that. You can funk along with some ads while you're going. Groove ads. Yeah, look at some pictures while you're listening to something. Aussie tech ads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, just, you know, on this thing here too, I was I just realised, if you press click, power, um, what you call it, notebook comes up, just one click. That's sweet. Right? Notebook comes up straight away. Yeah, right. And then if you, do, if you double click it, it takes a screenshot. Oh yeah, nice. What about for all those nervous people just sitting there clicking pens? Oh, you've had it. You're doing screenshots and they've got you know ten thousand note applications. Because every time you press it, note comes up. That's good. So I've got four note apps now up. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Have you what? Look, look. I don't really want to go back to that, but have you seen any iPad Pro reviews? Like, I well, it's funny that you say that, Glenn, because I have got a couple of notes. That I put at the bottom of the page oh. of your notes there, a little sneaky. I shoved it in there. Yeah, it will do tell. Now, there's a couple of articles. Microsoft Surface Pro has a slightly better screen than the iPad Pro, and that's just about the screen. It's a little short article about the screen. Um, retina screen on the iPad Pro, and they've called it some Pixel Pro or something on the on yes. the um, yeah the Surface Surface, but it's actually more pixels per inch on the surface than it is on the I iPad. Think, aren't we getting to the stage now where they can put more pixels in there, but we're not going to notice them? Oh, you, know, like, you will over... If, well, if, it goes, if it's a huge jump, you'll notice it. Oh, but the eye can only see so much. The graduals... Yeah, but you see the definition. It's the definition mm. of it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. there's, a little, there's, a, there's a paragraph in my second article that I pasted there. He goes, this is written by this guy who's an Apple fanboy. And he says, I'm a huge Apple fan. I think the iPhone and the Mac are some of the best computing devices you can buy. I agree with him 100%. That being said, from a quick rundown of the specs alone, it really does look like the Surface Pro handily beats the iPad Pro if you're looking for a tablet hybrid device Mm. that will allow you to do away with carrying around a separate laptop. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? It replaces your computer. The iPad doesn't replace your computer. No, this this but, can't because it's a full operating system. It's complete multitasking. Mm-hmm. I can alt tab between applications yeah. like I normally would. Yeah, and I can and I can rip the keyboard off and sit in front of the TV and use it as a tablet they or just, watch a movie or Netflix or they whatever. Seriously, just need apps in that store. They need. They do or apps that work for what I need it for. I don't care. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, and look, I've got a I've got the lap, a laptop as well that doubles back into it makes a tablet. It's probably heavy because the keyboard's you know backfolds, but uh, but other but I'm I'm happy with that. Uh, yeah, okay, good. So yeah, so the iPad Pro, like no wonder Steve uh, Tim Cook's come out and he's a bit angry about it, isn't he? He's he's bagging the surface. He's he's just making point of it. He's well, coming out making I've, a point I've of bagging it. My, I've always taught my kids one thing since they were very very young. You can't make yourself look good by trying to make someone else look bad. Mm. Yeah. Right? That's just, you don't slag someone off because you're that insecure that it makes you feel better. And he should just, just put, it, put it back in his pants and relax. 
and let the best man win, regardless. Yeah, yeah. All right, now, look, I've got another story here that I came across, just uh, something quick. It involves, uh, you know, those construction helmets. Now, you know, people are putting the internet in everything these days. There's yeah. even internet now in these construction helmets. Now, it is a MOQ Digital uh, assists in body monitoring for construction workers. Now, it involves sweatbands incorporating sensors that can be fitted to an ordinary hard hat, monitoring the wearer's heart rate and temperature, outside temperature and humidity. Now, the hard hat also has GPS unit and an accelerometer, and it's designed to determine the impact of vibration and shock. The wearer is alerted to vibration and sound. Now, how good's that? But I suppose it's um, it's like anything, you know. Uh, oh, you might be somewhere where you're not supposed to be. <laughs> and the boss, yeah, that's that's exactly right. The boss will look up and go, well, what's old Joe doing down there? Well, see, what you could do is that you uh, you and your mates could just go on site and you've got a hard hat, a spare one, mm. right, and you go off in his car, he leaves his hard hat with your hard hat in your car and the boss thinks you're still on site but you're down the pub. Well, <laughs> yes, you could be. Now, data is collected via Zigbee radio via a separate gateway for storage. The gateway uses a 3G M2M industrial router for remote access, and alerts can be sent via email and SMS. The system has the system uses a store and forward process to put the data into the cloud using Microsoft's Power BI platform. Yeah, nice, nice. Now, we've just lost your video there, Eric, for a sec. Really? Am I still here? No, well, you're, you're, you are in voice, oh. but not in... Uh, so while we're doing that, have you got any more, Shane, another story? I have got heaps, yep. Um, all right, I'll do a quick one related to the Zoom since we kind of were talking about it a few minutes ago. The Zoom? Yes. It's gone. It's officially gone. Microsoft kills off Zoom music service. Microsoft today, which is probably the other day, officially killed off its Zoom music streaming and downloading service. Service. Microsoft has been going, um, has been phasing out Zoom brand for some time now, with Zoom music service being morphed into Xbox music, and then Groove music. So what a waste of time that Xbox music is. Well, it's now called Zoom. Groove music. Um, by any name, it's proven to be uh, no iTunes or Spotify killer. The portable music devices, which were too little and much too late when they arrived, um, were discontinued in 2011. Look, I, 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 I fail to understand why people want to play music through their TV. Just audio. When have a blank screen or just some text going playing music. You know, on the TV, I don't understand. So, uh, so what I did is I thought, okay, well, let's have a look at this. I, I knew the YouTube Music was out. I think it's only really launched in the US because it didn't really work for me too good here. But, uh, but anyway, I, I, I tried to load it up in the web browser and all this, and it did sort of work. And yeah, I just found some playlists of some songs, and look, they were all good quality. I thought, well, if you're going to watch it on TV, why not just do a YouTube playlist of the '80s or the '90s or something? Uh, great, yeah, you get ads every now and then, but, um, you know, that's that's life, isn't it, these days? But I, I just thought, I don't understand. I don't know why why put the TV on to listen to music. I don't get that. But anyway, it happens, doesn't it? it it's a bit stupid. Yeah, yeah. But look, that's just another hassle that that we have, that we have in, on the, in this world. I'll tell you someone that has got less of a hassle 
these days, and the after the other day, is David Hasselhoff. Changed his name to just Hoff. David Hoff. Did you know that? Yeah, David. But is that for real or is it a publicity stunt? Ah, oh, it's publicity. <laughs> He's, oh, is it? Okay. There was there was too it, there was too much hassle, and he says he, he he was saying that he has taken the ha- more hassle out of his life. So he's an ambassador uh, for what is he? Uh, yeah, so he's doing a uh, changing his name to Spruik the Optus 4G reseller. Uh, this week, Australian time, the Night Rider and Baywatch star posted a video on social media to announce his new name, David Hoff. Big news today and a massive relief for, relief for me. I hope everyone can understand. It feels great. <laughs> Within the video, he said, I've been waiting to drop the hassle from my life for years. Now, Australian mobile virtual network operator Amazim later declared its interest in the marketing move to apparently symbolise the simplification of its customers' lives. Anything, eh? This is part of a broader campaign we're launching today to remind Aussies that taking at least one hassle out of your life can be as simple as changing your mobile phone plan. Yeah, well, speaking of which, this week the report, Ombudsman released his report on the telco with the most complaints, and Optus has now overtaken Vodafone. So, well done, Optus. Telstra. Jump in on... What's oh, that? Oh, I thought Telstra was the... the no, complaints for service, you know, dropouts and just oh, constant... Right. Right. Optus have overtaken Vodafone. Right. And that's that. And now they're going to... I'm not, I wouldn't... I've, I went on Optus in 2008 when the iPhone first came out. Never again. Mm. Yeah. Never well, again. Just bad service. It was rubbish. Yeah, right. It was rubbish. I could be right next to a tower and I'll have one bar. Fair income. Look, I was on Optus for a while. Well, that was my probably my first mobile plan, uh, mobile whatever you call it, operator, whatever you want to call them. Uh, when I first got my mobile, I went from analog to the digital with Optus. I had it for years. I didn't have too much problems. Um, uh, I think it's different in Queensland. I think you've got a fairly, because I think up there you're using their their um, frequency more than down here, but down here it's rubbish. Mm, okay. Yeah, but look, I'm with Telstra. I know you pay through the neck for it, but it does give you a better sounding voice call, I believe. Oh, it I do. Does. Oh, it I don't you believe like you're, not, you're right, Nick. You, it sounds like you're on a landline. Yeah, it does. It? If you're Telstra to Telstra, yeah, yeah. But I think Telstra they're all. Telstra, yeah. Mm. Now, uh, look, there's a. Uh, I, I, I know none of us were approached for this, which surprisingly I don't know why, but there's a Men of Tech Movember calendar has been released. Oh, I, I saw this and I thought he's going down the wrong road with this. Everyone's going to think we're a particular persuasion. <laughs> I don't know, but why don't you have a look at some of these videos, some of these photos? The fact that you're talking about it, Glenn, is the issue. Uh, why, oh, why are they all like that? Are they? I thought it was just a bit of fun. Yeah, you, but they look. It, it, oh, they. they, they not look. that there's anything wrong with what I'm about to say, but it's quite homosexual. Well, I guess so. I guess so. But anyway, men from the ASX-listed tech firm Live Tiles, along with Microsoft and Apple, have stripped down for humorous, sexy men of technology calendar to raise money for Movember. Among the pictures is various stages of undress. Chief Executive Microsoft SharePoint, well, there he'd be out of a job soon. It's now Groove or something, didn't you say? Uh, and, uh, yeah, Live Tiles, blah, blah, blah. The photography plays off each individual's personality and the relevant season for that month. I think, look, I just think that they're just photos in a, taken in a way, uh, in a particular way, because they're probably not the best-looking guys anyway. 
The, the uh, that's an understatement. <laughs> the calendars are being sold for $35 and digital downloads for 20 uh, no, pro- no one's going to buy that. Yeah? Well, maybe if they, they, they see the next photo, they might entice them. <laughs> no, not going to buy that either. With the proceeds going to the Movember Foundation, as a company operating in an industry that is predominantly male, we are looking for a creative way to make some noise around men's health. And to you know they would have been better off doing? Putting women on there with moustaches on them. Yeah, but that's not what they're trying to do. Oh, yes, it is. They're, they're trying, trying to raise money. That's what they're trying to do. Well, they're trying to raise money for Movember, but they're also yeah. trying to, uh, yeah, well, make a, an awareness that you know that it's a predominantly men thing, and they don't. That's don't. right. And if there were no men, because they keep dying of this disease, what the what would the women do? Who would they yell at? That's right. Exactly. So you got to get them involved. Yeah, but look, some of the photos are pretty good. I think that's funny. Well, I don't. I I don't think it's. Um, Homosexual? Uh, homosexual at all. I just think it's funny. Like I don't know. There's a few Fer, 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 Freddie Mercury lookalikes on there. Oh, yeah. But, like, oh, I don't I know. Think April's, I, just... I think April's borderline. Uh, April? April? Oh, he does look like Freddie Mercury, doesn't April, he? April and uh, May looks like Alf from Home and Away with a mo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, July might look a bit like Leo, Leo Laporte. Yes, agree. <laughs> yeah, and you've got uh, December is looking like Matt Preston with a scarf and a, with a cravat there <laughs> from <laughs> Master Chef. December. Yes. yes, December. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh no, I, I think it's good. I think it's good. Uh, not that I would buy one, but uh, but I wouldn't have any problem probably putting that up. I, I just think I'd just rather but, give him money, wouldn't you? Don't send me the calendar. It's going to look odd sitting in my mailbox. <laughs> Probably, nah, look, it's just all good fun. There's nothing get it wrong out with, with a pair of tongs. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with good fun. I think it. I didn't see it that way too much. I, I just saw just this one here. This this cover photo is a bit. How you going? But it's yeah, it's very how you going. Yeah, it's just a crack up. All right. Uh, what else? You, you got anything else, Eric? No, I do not. All right. What about you, Shane? Yeah, I got heaps. Okay. Um, Spotify to offer artists data on fans. World's biggest oh. subscription music service with 20 million paying subscribers and about 55 million free users is rolling out a test version of what it calls Spotify Fan Insights, initially for a limited group of artists. A custom dashboard will show demographic and geographic information for each artist and casual and passionate fans. Internet radio company Pandora launched a similar tool artists last year uh, but Mark Williamson head of Spotify's artist services division said that his team is working on uh, working hard to make sure artists get the most out of the Spotify especially now that they can sell tickets and merchandise directly through uh, the streaming platform which I didn't know until I read the serv- uh, until I read the article I don't know if Taylor Swift did have one an account would she of uh, well it'd be big fat zero Zero plays because she's got zero songs on there. That's yeah. right. Yeah, she's not a she's not a fan of Spotify. No, no. Look, I think uh, look, you got to get the world changes. You know, it doesn't stand still. World changes. We've uh, people evolve. The human race moves on. Technology moves on. Uh, you know, we've seen the upheaval in the music industry. It's moving on. Digital downloads and all this sort of stuff. Everything moves on. Like I don't, I don't get it. Just yeah, on. it's all right. But she just wants to get paid. And Spotify don't pay very well. 
That's fair enough. No, but I think if you go, if you look at it, you think, okay, well, look, it's not like the old days anymore. If you, if you want to get paid, you've got to go on tour. That's how it's sort of yeah, well, that's morphed, what they're doing, yeah. morphed into it, isn't it? Like, you need to go on tour. But, it, like, what, what was it? Should they get, what? Because, remember, it's gone full circle. Because, you know, when Cold Chisel were started out 30 years ago, that's how they used to make money. And then video came, MTV, for example, right? Yeah, yeah. So they started making more money by just producing videos and the touring dropped and a lot of, a lot of bands stopped playing in pubs. Yeah. Now it's gone full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's right. they're not getting paid a lot from digital downloads, so they're going back on tour. Hmm. Well, look, I don't know. Like, you know, I look, oh, I gave Apple Music another shot. So thanks oh, to Steve, sent me it's an email. I, 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 look, I, I downloaded. I've got onto Spotify and I've tuned up with my new amp. I tuned up the Elvis with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. And I thought, you know, I heard one song and I went, yeah, that's, that's good because I'm not a, an audiophile or anything like this. But I thought, you know, I knew that Spotify was, what, 96, or what is it, 128 or whatever, but I knew the Apple Music was a higher quality. So I yeah. thought, stuff it, I'm going to go back to Apple Music. So I, I did, I found it. I found the Elvis and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. I played it. Oh, it's a great album. I like it. Uh, and Steve gave me a few hints on... Uh, how to try and get some music out of it, but it's not easy. It's, it's not. No, they make it uh, difficult, don't they? It's, if it's yeah, it's, they've tried to try and make it like Spotify, where you can find something and play it. Hmm. Well, I'd like if Spotify in their search results or in the, the the song line put the year of the song. I'd like that. Yeah, mm. that wouldn't be bad. You yeah. can look it up, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's a two step process, otherwise. Yeah. Well, maybe you could have it playing on Spotify while you're sound hounding at the same time. Yes, or you can Shazam it. Yeah, I went off Shazam. I don't know why. I did Soundhound instead. Yeah, well, similar things, aren't they? Mm. But look, you can build your own smartwatch. They've raised one point five million dollars. They're a startup. Uh, it's a customizable smart smartwatch with removable sensors. Now it's uh, yeah, gone crazy. Smashed its crowdfunding target apparently. So uh, look, if you're into the watches, the the build your own have a look at these guys the the blocks project b-l-o-c-k-s uh ho- hope to raise two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but backers have pledged 1.5 million the mm. creators say the modular design which lets wearers choose which sensors they want to use on their wrist make the device future proof and upgradable what a great idea yeah now, look i can understand why say apple would look at that and go i oh, don't no, we don't want to do something like that because we just want to keep selling watches. We don't want to sell parts where there's money in the whole watch. But, I mean, look, I saw an ad on the TV or was it online or something the other day. must have been for one of those Android watches or something. And, uh, you know, design your own face and all this sort of stuff. Like, it was great. Like, well, Targ Hewer have released a smartwatch, and you can look it up. You Google it if you want, and it's Android-based. But it looks like a watch. They're coming at, they're coming at it from the right angle. It's mm. a watch first and foremost. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can see the picture on the screen, Eric, because I don't think you get that feed. But, uh, yeah, this, this is, looks like a, a fair income watch, but you just plug in sensors to it at the back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, that's really good. Now, um, I think we've lost your video again. No, it says here you need Skype premium to make a group, group video call. They've cut us off. But we've been doing... We've been, hey? going, for, we've been going for 52 minutes. Are they serious? I didn't know there was a limit. Me neither. Now, remember we had that problem... Oh, there you are. Now? Yeah, I've got to keep turning off and on. 
Oh, right. Okay. That's you, why I dropped out before. You've gone dark too. Yeah, I have, haven't I? Both of you gone dark. I've gone probably a little bit closer, so I've got to ah, muck around go. with it. All right. Well, uh, what other goodness have you got, Shane? I have got... Just give me two seconds. You can ignore my comments if cause I, on those stories because I'm not sure if we um, did touch on a couple of your stories or not. No, so far so good. Mm. Uh, all right, Google just made it super easy to free up space on your phone. Thanks to a new update, the Google Photo for the Google Photo app now offers a handy assistant that will uh, free up space on your phone with two taps without losing your photos, apparently. The new assistant feature is available in the settings menu and will prompt you to delete photos and videos that are already backed up on the Google servers. The app also will notify you if you're low on storage and give you the option to delete photos that are more than 30 days old. The update is rolling out on Android uh, on Android now, and as usual, iOS version will be available soon. Hmm. Excellent. I'll, I'll just... Um, that, that's probably a good idea, actually. Like pictures on mobile phones. Geez, you can have some trouble trying to collate all that, can't you? The phone sending it to Dropbox and sending it to the Google Drive and... You got pictures coming out of your yin yang. It's <laughs> crazy. I've stopped all that. I've stopped all online, all uploading and blah blahs. I've just got. But I don't do anything. I've got it on my phone and I just sync it to my computer. I don't upload to drop no. SoundCloud or bloody yeah whatever. whatever cloud. You know, just yeah. on my phone. If I want to send someone a photo, I'll freaking email it to them. Mm. Well, that's right. Now, look, just uh, while Shane was doing that, I, I just checked my emails and I saw your. Your, oh, yes, right. Yeah, your little handwritten thing. I must say, like, there's something they'll probably will fix up, but what it is is that, that the note that you sent like that, yeah. it's coming out so big, uh, it doesn't resize, it doesn't, like, respond. Oh, it doesn't, yeah. No, it, it's, that's probably the only bad thing about it because I've got a – and there's no scroll bar. Oh, yes, there is. There we go. Look, there we go. I found it. I can probably write smaller. But that, is that taking up, like, the whole screen? No, it's not. When I send it, it's not. It must come through as a whole screen on you, does it? Well, I've got to enlarge the window to virtually the full screen. Because right. if I... So there's if there's my, no zoom settings. You can't zoom in and out or anything? With, well, I suppose you could zoom. You can. You but, can. On this, I can pinch and zoom. But I would have liked you would like like as a pic a normal picture it'd probably respond uh, and fit inside the window. Well, maybe if I send it next time and I'll resize, I'll write and resize it. Yeah, well, whatever. But um, but I'm just saying that that probably you know that's probably the only thing that I don't like. <laughs> but it's still good, it's still good because you just got to scroll, which could be a bit of a bit of a pain. But anyway, all right. Uh, where was I up to? I was up to. Oh, you know, with this damn terrible Paris thing that happened last week, uh, Anonymous declares war on the Islamic State. Apparently they've started just blocking and deleting. God knows how they would do it, but these Twitter accounts... They know how to do it. Yeah, I know. Well, they, do you reckon that there must be someone at Twitter giving them some sort of access? Because like, otherwise, if they can do this to Twitter or, and all these companies, then like they must be pretty smart cookies. Why isn't the government doing this? Because they don't know who they are. The government wouldn't know how to do it. But what do they employ people to do? 
So anyway, uh, well, they're probably that's, they, they're trying to contact them, but they're all anonymous. <laughs> it's, where do you live? Oh, Smith Street, Smithsville. That's right. So Smith off. <laughs> now uh, Dan Simmons from the BBC Click. He's a security analyst specialising in IS. He said it, it means we're likely to see attacks on the IS website, any related websites, recruitment sites, social media, and if Anonymous goes down the hacking route this time, it could mean communications disrupted too. Well, good on them. Stop it all. Stop it all, yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. But, Apparently, um, the two things that they've been talking about with this Anonymous thing is that it could backfire in that, um, how the government and the like proper agencies have been finding out the information about IS as much mm-hmm. as they know is through the same website. So if you take them offline, then that's going to um, curtail the government and the, the law I enforcement had, agencies. Yeah, because some of the some of the tracking they do is a lot of these IS people forget to take their location thing off their phones, mm. so they're toasting all this jihadi violent rubbish and. Um, yeah, they, they go, oh, well, you sent that from, you know, some city in Syria. Yeah. Uh, let's go bomb that. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, but look, obviously there's two schools of thought But, no, but what they're trying to get rid of, though, is, is the websites or the Twitter feeds that are promoting... That's right, yes. ...extremism. That's right. And, and, and all this um, converting, you know, they, 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 all you hear about is, you know, people or young guys are getting converted uh, to this and all that. And that's what they, I think they're trying to stop. If you just stop the communication... Uh, then you will stop the the propaganda, I guess, and that's mm. probably what they're after. But yeah, look, that's that's a that's a hard thing. I don't know what I don't know what the answer is, but uh, whatever the answer is, it's it's got to happen pretty soon, and it's got to stop. It's yeah, just, it's, it's, just, stop. it's just shocking. It's out of control. It's crazy. I just and if and if we don't think this is possible to happen in a city, you could be walking down the street in the Gold Coast, and you know, and it, something just happens. Well, they you know, they, they, it's possible. If they, they can get into France, hmm. disguised as refugees, hmm. what do you think they've been doing here for seven years as soon as those idiots opened up the floodgates? Yeah, well, wasn't there was a guy in, uh, is it Marrickville? Is that, that's in Sydney somewhere, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he got arrested today. He was walking into a shopping centre with a, with a Tommy gun. With a, shotgun, or with a, with a machine gun, that's yeah. right. like crazy stuff. What was he doing? What, what, well, was, what he was planning to do is probably... Yeah, do something nasty. Bit of, a bit of target practice. But anyway, on a brighter note, Apple Pay has finally debuted in Australia. Apple Pay will be available from the 19th of November. Uh, it'll only be available with American Express card holders. Uh, initially, yeah, I, I don't mind flashing out the Amex card. I don't think I'll use that. No, what, the Amex? Yeah. No, the Apple Pay, I won't use it. No? Why not? Oh, you like putting like, the card out? I like putting the card out. Get that into you. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently... Uh, uh, it's only. It's not going to be. What's it say here? Uh, it's not just any old Amex account. It's a. Uh, where does it say? The. Uh, I'll, I'll just. I'll just go from dot yeah. points here, so I'll go into a flow. Yeah. Apple. Apple's confident that its uh, frictionless frictionless payment platform will be a game changer. Users won't need to unlock their phone or open an app. They simply hover it over an FPOS terminal and the iPhone or Apple Watch screen lights up, displaying which cards are available. Users then press their finger or thumb against the home button. What about your nose? To activate the <laughs> touch ID. <laughs> Imagine going into a shop, uh, what cards are? Oh, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, yeah, so push the to activate the Touch ID. The payment is made. Apple Pay will be available for Australians with Amex card issued directly by American Express, yeah. not an American Express card issued through a bank. Yeah. Uh, it's understood Apple has signed up over a thousand banks globally. And it's keen to do the same in Australia. I don't know why it wouldn't have got to some agreement before launch or why this was happening. But anyway, in the US, Apple Pay already accepts Visa, MasterCard, American Express and Discover Cards. What What about diners? What's wrong with Diners Club, Eric? You oh, ever rubbish. Had, why is that? Ever had one? Yeah, I have. But no one accepts them. Yeah, I know. They're, that's and their, their merchant fees are three times what Amex merchant fees are. How are they still around? Well, who's, oh. who's got it? I don't know who's got them. <laughs> Great. Have you ever seen anyone with a diamonds card? No. No. <laughs> no, but I've seen the signs and I know, I don't know, I don't understand. I reckon if, all you, if, if, if a group of people went out to dinner and you're, you and I or one of us was part of that group and oh. someone said, righto, everyone give me your money, I'll pay on my credit card, you know, <laughs> sometimes that happens, everyone gives the guy 40 bucks. If yeah. he whipped out a diamonds card, I reckon I'd fall off my chair. <laughs> I think, what the hell is that? I don't really know what's going on here. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, yeah, oh, so, you know what they'd have to do? They'd have to get, if you someone whips out a dice, they'd probably have to get out the old machine. Yeah, the old click clack. <laughs> they probably would too. But yeah, like just, I don't know, Diners Club. I've heard of it, never never seen one. It's owned by, I know it's owned by Citibank now. Don't know what they've done with it. They might have just shut it down, I don't know. Oh, they should be shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, according to Associated Press, Apple's Vice President for Apple Pay, Jennifer Bailey, said the company is starting with American Express in Canada and Australia because it's both the card issuer and the payment network operator, whereas with the banks uh, in Australia, it's not. With uh, Visa and MasterCard on the other, individual banks issue the cards. Each bank has its own way of verifying a customer's identity when setting up Apple Pay, for instance. Now, the latest there, uh, blah, blah. To set up Apple Pay, go to Apple Wallet and hit the plus symbol. It can use your default iTunes card if it's American Where's Express. Where's Apple Wallet? I don't even have that. Yeah, it's one of those apps you can't get rid of, isn't it? Oh, is it? I think so. Is it called Wallet? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Just make them all shake and it's out, one without the cross. It's worth noting, uh, well, Apple Pay will be available for Australians with an Amex card issue directly. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So there you go. Uh, and, and you watch. So probably if you need more on that, check out the Aussie Max Zone. Podcasting every week when Michael's well. He's been a bit crook. Had a bit of the flu, old Michael. Um, so it, uh, not no episode this week, as far as I know. But hopefully back next week. I know Garth did uh, last week by himself. Yes. Yeah, he did. Yes. So um, I have to find out how Michael's going. It's been a couple of weeks. He's been crook. Hope he's all right. Hope you're all right there, Michael. Not, uh, yeah, coughing up too many lungs. Um, you keep talking. I want to set up my credit card to see if it works. How are you going to know if it works? It's telling me how to set it up. Okay. All right. Uh, any more, Shane? I think we better do just one more maybe before we get out of here. Yep. I've got one official and one quick announcement. I'll do the quick announcement first. All Those right. Telstra, uh, that Foxtel customers that are on the Platinum plan um, can now get free Presto. Uh, so for how long? It's not like a six-month. Oh, yeah, forever. On the yeah, Platinum forever. plan. Nice. Nice. So if you're on the Platinum Dookie one, which I'm on. There's no um, movies yeah, on there, There's nothing there. What do you mean? <laughs> Every time I want to watch a movie, the one I want to watch is never there. <laughs> I thought you were a fan of Presto. 
That's all right. If there's stuff there. Yeah. I don't, they're, a bit, I they're a bit slow on the uptake. So what's your name? Um, Netflix. Netflix is the same. They're a bit slow on the uptake. I got an email the other day from Quickflix. Oh, God, are they still around? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> they emailed Quickflix. me. Did they send you a DVD? That's what they, that, they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you. Oh, they're a bit behind the times. Yeah, you've got to laugh, haven't you? Oh, quick flicks. Sorry, Shane, keep going. That's right. So my official story is Microsoft plans to port Android uh, apps to Windows appears to be delayed. In April, Microsoft announced its plans to port everything to Windows, including iOS and Android apps. Now it looks like these plans have been delayed. The Verge reports that the company has pulled back on the on dedicating employees to Android app porting, favouring the iOS route instead. Meanwhile, Windows Central claims that the future of the porting plans is uncertain. It is not yet clear. It is yeah, not yet clear if Microsoft is scrapping its plans to port Android apps or is simply struggling to get it out the door as quickly as they'd hoped. Microsoft mm. is uh, committed to offering developers many options to bring their apps to the Windows platform, including bridges available now for web and iOS. And soon Win32. Oh, so what bridges to bridge it to the windows? Yeah, like workarounds. Mm. Righto, here we go. Do you see that? Yeah. It's worked. It's worked. You're going to have to have a go, Eric. Nah. You, why don't you go to the Apple store and tell me Buy something. I... Buy an iPad <laughs> prone and send it back. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Who was that courier company that you dealt I, with? Oh, I told IPEC, don't ever use them. They're hideous. Yeah, there's a few around like that, aren't they? Oh, the, the, the vermin that was coming out of my mouth and the vitriol. Glenn knows. I won't yeah. repeat it here. No, no, don't, please. All right, so that's about, that has done us for this week. So I'm, I'm, look, I'm glad, Eric, that you bought the Surface Pro. I was a bit hesitant because I was really trying to talk you into it. You and should get one. I know I do want one, but I'm not going to get one. I've got a little Windows 10 laptop, but oh look, I'm I'm happy that you're you're happy with it. If you know what I mean, because me being a big, you know, spruker of the Microsoft, I really want Microsoft to work. But well, like I said to you on the phone, Apple have got to be on their guard because these guys are um, they're doing a good job. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't get how they're going to clean antivirusize everyone's computer. Or reformat it. Like, geez, oh well, look. I think be... it'll be one of those things where you know you have to. There'll be conditions. You have to. You have to drop it off and come back. It'll be a five-day turnaround for something major. I'd it's got to be more restrictive than that. It'll have to be for maybe devices bought from the store or something. Or but... devices still under warranty. Even still. Yeah. Oh, but... that's the other thing. iPad Pro, twelve months warranty. Microsoft, two years. Yeah, Apple likes the twelve months, don't they? Oh yeah, they love the twelve months. Yeah, I thought they yeah. had to. Um, I thought they had to do two years in Australia. No, they have the, the consumer warranty under the laws, right? But their their company policy, you can do whatever you want. Mm. But Microsoft's company policy is two years. Uh, okay. Well, you'd be surprised how many people sort of just go, "Oh yeah, one year, that's what it is," and then move yeah. on. Because, like, even surprisingly, how many 
places I go out to, the only people I see, they go, and even today, a guy goes, oh, my laptop, uh, you log in, and it goes, bzz, 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 and I'm thinking to myself, what does bzz, bzz, bzz mean? <laughs> and, and, um, and, he, and I said, well, look, if it's something physical, I said, how old is it? Ring HP and ask them. And he goes, oh, it's only like six months old. I go, yeah. well, ring Warranty, HP. Ring them. And say, get another one. And he goes, yeah. oh, would it still be under warranty? Oh, how dumb are people? Tell me, strike me pink. But um, even I've been out to people's places. Lady had a Dell. It was about eighteen months old. And I said, "Have you tried warranty for this?" I said, "You know, you expect this to last two years. Have you tried yeah. consumer and warranty at least?" Yeah. So she goes, "Oh no, but can you have a? Can you fix it?" And so I bought it back home here, and I just rang up Dell. I had Dell at my me, at me doorstep the next day, fixed it, and I took it back to her and charged her for it. That's right. Dell got Dell did it for free. I got paid for it. That's right. Well, you had the initiative. That's why that's how you get yeah. money. Yeah, that's right. Well, because I, could, well, I couldn't have hardware fixed the laptop anyway. But I thought this little puppy's still under warranty. You bet. Yeah. But for anyway, sure. all right. Actually, so, you should do that. You got put a bit of ad in the paper. Any, what? if you got any problems with a computer's less than two years old, I'll fix it. Bring <laughs> up the warranty. Sit on your ass. They come around. Charge yeah. them two hundred bucks. Yeah, happy days. You get 10 computers a day, it's two grand a day. <laughs> happy days. Times three days a week, six grand a week, 52 weeks a year, that's 300 Gs, mate. Oh, I think the I think the Dells of the world have probably gotten on pretty fast. Maybe Especially matter. since we've just told the whole world. <laughs> the, the oh, yeah, righto. Sorry, IT tips, scrub that. <laughs> they, they, they'll be saying, they'll be saying, oh, they get, oh, geez. No, but you're not breaking any laws. The point is, it's warranty. Mm. They have to fix it whether you rang up or someone else rang up. If you decide yeah. to charge someone and you know offer and accept, common law, right, contract law, I mm. offer to fix it for you for $200, I accept your price, yeah. right? Oral agreement, where's my money? No problem, sir. But imagine that. What did you say? 200, 200 bucks a pop, 10 a day. 10 a day. It's yeah. two grand. I'll get times a three days a week. I'll get a phone call from Dell. They're going, you got any spare bedrooms at your place? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna send a tech to live with you, <laughs> and I bet you his name's Kevin from Mumbai. <laughs> oh, Abadale. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, so uh, email us at uh, Glenn Shane or Eric at AussieTechEds.com.au. <laughs> Or find us on Facebook uh, at facebook.com forward slash Aussie TechEds, YouTube videos at uh, youtube.com forward slash Aussie TechEds for something different, eh? So, uh, and also the show notes. If you liked any of the stories or you want to find more, there's show notes. You go to the story, look up the story. There's always a link back to where the original story came from. So there you go. All right, hopefully we might hear from Will next week. We'll catch up with him and find out how he's going with the new baby. And how's, how life is going uh, post, uh, post baby, post child? Yeah, now post child syndrome. Now that they are three, maybe what he a, hasn't slept in a few weeks. Probably, probably sleeping all the time now. He's probably you know what it's now. like. Firstborn is always a shocker, isn't it, Glenn? Oh yeah, yeah. It was lucky. Well, our little girl, when she was a baby, she used to cry with her mouth closed, which was handy. So it was, really, <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Because it was, you could hear her crying, but it was a muffled cry. Muffled cry. <laughs> so she was being polite. <laughs> she was being polite. She was, yeah, she was. But the... I, don't, I don't want to wake everyone, but God, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that's about it. No, nothing else. Eric's happy with his purchase. 
Uh, took it back the first time, but hey, they swapped it. He was in and out within 10 minutes, had 10 minutes to go, and he's parking. You must yeah. be, you'd be feeling ripped off for that. 20 bucks. Yeah. All right, a tax deduction, though. Yeah, that's right. All right, so thanks, Shane. Thanks for coming in. Good luck with all your endeavours this week, job hunting and so forth. Thank you very much. And maybe we might see you on the east side soon. Yeah, maybe. It comes Mm. off. Mm. Good stuff. All right, good luck. And uh, Eric, uh, good luck to you too. (laughs) Good luck to you, my sir. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you guys. Good luck to you guys. Good luck and we'll see you all next week. Podcasting Thursday from the uh, Secret Hub Studio. Bye-bye.